what does a disheveled black man on the streets of Riverside have to promote about politics these days, Mike? Hmm. Um, about where to uh, get his next shower from? That's true. There's not enough public showers There's in downtown Riverside. He had so much taxes taken out that he can no longer afford the his government own shower. Also, stole his idea for Hydrox cookies. They might have. <laughs> they might have. They really might have. <laughs> <laughs> people don't know this I don't know if we shared this on the show yet but people don't know this but Hydrox cookies were actually the original Oreos were the knockoffs it just so happened that people started buying Oreos and that became the the premier brand were they developed by the government though that's in well, 1938 I that's what the gentleman who I ran into yesterday was trying to argue but we didn't listen Adam we What's didn't weird listen is that the person that I first heard that from um, was a disheveled black man. Mm. <laughs> but that was just one of no many... No megaphone this time. <laughs> right. It was just right in my face. <laughs> and that was just one of many things that he had written down on several pieces of paper that he invented that did not get credit for. Did he teach Bruce Lee his skills? That was a different person. Mm. Um, that was a white man. Oh. He he trained in the Tibetan jungle. Oh. Uh, and and then taught Bruce Lee everything he knows. Wow! And he's and, lived a life. <laughs> and it's crazy because, like, you know, he was maybe maybe negative seven when Bruce Lee died. Roughly. But somehow he made that work. <laughs> well, because when you know the art of kung fu, you mm-hmm. transcend time and space. space. Yes. It's beautiful. Space you just don't understand it because you you. I mean, you didn't teach Bruce Lee his skills. This guy obviously did. Everybody. I mean, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar did too. Yeah. I mean, why don't we just go? Ask Bruce. Oh, <laughs> we'll ask Kareem. <laughs> He'll know. Hey, everybody! Welcome to uh, the Skinny with Mike and Adam. We got we a uh, special episode today. We're going to be doing a full album review of Pierce the Veils, long-awaited since January 2015 album <laughs> of uh, uh, Misadventures. This is their fourth album. Um, and, yes. uh, yeah, so we're, so I call ex- them P the V or a bunch of Mexicans from San Diego, which is what they refer to themselves as. And they're, they know what they're doing. They, they, they do. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, so before that, we got to go through some, uh, some, some, some news topics really quick. We're going to go through these as quick as possible because we don't want to, we, we don't, don't want to bore you. We don't want to real you. news oh. and get right to the Pierce the Veil news. That the you're exciting all stuff. You're all dying to know. Mike is wearing his honorary Vic Fuentes backwards snapback mm. with long hair flowing underneath. Mm-hmm. So he looks like he should be being chased down by 14-year-old girls right now. True. And uh, But do I get chased by women? No. No. It's because you're not. you're younger than Vic Fuentes. Oh, yeah, I am, aren't I? Grandpa Vic. Grandpa Vic. I'm going to be 30 this year. And what's Grandpa Vic going to be? Like He's 78? 33. He is going to be 33. Still pandering believe, to the teenagers. I can't believe that 15-year-old girls are just like, I love this 33-year-old man. This I guy was in high school when I was born. <laughs> he reminds me of my dad. <laughs> That's why I love him so Repressed much. Repressed memories. Nope, just my older uncle. Oops, did I say too much? <laughs> I should stop talking. <laughs> I love getting diddled in the butt. What? <laughs> What? But more about the misadventures later. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so really quick, uh, I, I like to start all of our n- news and feed topics with an album announcement. And this week we got a doozy. We kind of oh, suspected yeah. this band would have an album coming up this year because back in 2014, uh, you know, the two-year album cycle usually. And uh, back in 2014, this band topped our uh, 
Well, it was my number two album of the year in 2014. Yeah, it, it made it pretty high in both of ours. I believe my, it was number three for me in 2014. Or f- I thought it was five, but I could be wrong. Something like that. It was yeah. in the top ten or top five. It was in five. the top five. Yeah. We'll put it that way. But uh, The Amity Affliction. We've known this band going on three years now. Woo! Luckily, it's been a long been, road. Luckily, they've been around a lot longer than that. <laughs> yes. Uh, Adam uh, was interested in this band, and he reviewed their entire discography and just became more and more enamored with them the more he listened to them and it all and culminated into 2014's let the ocean take me which is a fantastic album fantastic and then i think it even culminated more when we got to meet them at warp tour and get get our get our paper signed because you know signatures are worth so much adam was really cute that day because he was so giddy because <laughs> <laughs> they were giving hugs to all the girls in front of us yes so i was like i want a hug <laughs> and did so, adam get his hug god damn right he got his hug i just asked joel i said hey joel are you hugging guys he was like sure mate <laughs> and, and he, he said it with like such a like big smile on his face it was the cutest thing i know and then oh, we proceeded a- to see them at warp tour we probably should have been doing other things at Warped Tour. Yes. But seeing that set was good. And then we saw them at the Glass House on my birthday last year. Oh, which so was good. So much fun. And um, yeah. And now, what is it, seven months later? Seven. New album announcement, new single announcement, and it, it wasn't a very good song. The, the, the song is okay. The song, they released their premiere single, uh, I Bring the Weather With Me. I bring the weather with me. <laughs> which is off <laughs> of the album. Oh, I forgot to bring up the album name. Oh, oh crap. crap! Here it. Oh, it's here it is. It's another sentence. I think it's a sentence. <laughs> this could be something. This could be something. <laughs> well, uh, before well, I get the album up for the, the, the album's coming out August twelfth. Yes, right before Mike's birthday. Right before Mike's birthday. There's another album coming out right before my birthday. Uh, the album is called "This Could Be Heartbreak." Okay, that's not too bad. Which is not too cringeworthy of a title, <laughs> right? But they seem to be going just sticking with sentence long. Album title, something now. like that. So oh. I didn't watch the video, but I did notice at the end of the video it said "to be continued." Yes. So I was kind of dumb, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm sure I'm sure it was great. It was a dude in a coffin. Yeah. Do you want to know what the video is about? Sure. So there's a funeral, and everyone oh. in Amity Affliction is attending a funeral. Oh. And uh, you know they're they're singing the verses and the choruses while then, they're at the at, at the funeral. And then Gerard Way pops out and sings and then, Helena. And then while everyone's praying. The the, the the woman in the coffin wakes what? up and does a ballet dance. In front yes. Of no. um, <laughs> only Gerard Way can see it. <laughs> only Gerard Way can see it. But the, no, at the end, uh, it, it, at the end, he might be alive. Oh. But we have to find out in the next music video. Did he let the weather take him? I, yeah. Well, as, as far as the song goes, the song sounds like it could have come off of the last album. Yeah. It's not... They're not veering too far off of their style. It makes me nervous because I'm starting to feel that with some of the bands that I really like. Mm. It's still, I mean, I mean, surprisingly enough, with the Skylit Drive, they released a very similar album they last year. A part two, but yes. it was still my number six album of the year. <laughs> yeah, which wasn't too bad. So you know, I, I still liked shine on better than this, even though it came out back in November. Yes, they but, released another song, which I think would probably be like a counts as a b-side to let the ocean take me i'm thinking it's gonna it, it was promoted as a new single so i'm it? thinking that one's gonna okay, be on so this it album. might be on this new album but the, i i wasn't a fan of shine on that one at least much didn't, didn't sound like everything that was on let the ocean take me it sounded like where, never alone <laughs> maybe that's why i liked it <laughs> <laughs> yeah a song that you like that i don't like it's a hair metal song yes uh, but the but but regardless it's not a bad song it's just it's, it's just more of the same but 
That's not necessarily a bad thing, but we'll have I to felt, wait until August 12th to find I out. I felt this way about Pittsburgh when it came out. Oh, yes. I was like, oh, I'm not feeling this song. And then by the end of the year, it was one of my favorites. One songs. of your favorites, yes. So, you know, I'm not going to judge anything too harshly yet until mm-hmm. I can fully take in this album and you let it become one with me. Got about three months to go, but uh, I'm, re- I'm really excited about this one. Uh, next up, a band that keeps saying they're going to release an album but we're pretty sure it's going to come out this year. Mm-hmm. Still no uh, album announcement, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. Brand New <laughs> released a second new song. The last new song that they released was last year. <laughs> right. It was called something. I don't remember. I can't remember. But it was it was, like, that well, was a really good song, though. Was it a recorded version or was it a live version? It was a recorded version. Okay. They actually released a recorded version of it. And if you just go on YouTube, it's like the single art. And there's no music video or whatever. Yeah. But Brand New released a new song called I Am A Nightmare. And uh, kind of along the same lines of that last song, it's on the aggressive side. They're definitely getting aggressive, but it's it, it doesn't seem like it's going in the right direction to me. It's going in a completely different uh, direction from the yeah. last two albums. And the last two albums are perfect albums, in my opinion. Is it is it just sounding like they're taking the, the Finch route? Hold on. I'll, I'll retract my statement. They're, okay. Second and third album are my two fav- two of my favorite albums of all time. Right. Daisy, not so much. Not so much. Still a good album, but not nearly as good. Yes. So yeah, you you said you think they're taking the Finch route, like where it's like, like we're gonna go really aggressive and and it's not gonna be very good. <laughs> mm, yeah. Well, just like with um, I let the weather take me or whatever the song's called. Uh, this well, the Amity Affliction song. Yes. Uh, I am the night. I am a nightmare. Is a good song, but it didn't blow me away. No, I wasn't feeling it too much when mm. I listened to it. But again, sometimes I can't judge my first reactions on things. Sometimes I feel like this is like my fault for overhyping things. It is like your fault. getting way too. Everything's my fault, and then that's what I cry about most of the week. But uh, it's your fault they haven't released an album since <laughs> 2009. That's the one. Yep. Uh, but the, the the last song that they released last year. That blew me away. That was a great song, even though it was on the aggressive side. It was really short, too. It was like a 210. Yeah. So you know, it's not too much of an investment. Yeah. But maybe they're just saving their good stuff for later. Like, Well, at least when we learned on Lead Singer Syndrome a couple weeks ago with Anthony Ranieri, uh, they talked about how Brand New just does everything wrong. But it seems to work for them. I know, but it, but but yet they do everything so. But they do everything right. But oh. they still have a huge fan base. I just noticed some of these comments here on their Facebook oh page. Oh Sounds too basic for brand new. Just saying, they usually blow my mind. But this one, I was like, meh. That's it. Joey Ruggiero says some generic ass shit here. <laughs> I hope this is just for the mainstream population. I want to hear some Deja Intendu or Devil and God type shit. SMH. I want to hear 73 stuff. likes. <laughs> I want to hear stuff from 10 to 12 years ago. I want to hear because s- nobody changes in 10 to 12 years. I want to hear a band make the same song over and over again. <laughs> Unfortunately, I feel that way about Newfound Glory. Mm. It's like they're the, the stuff I liked the most was from 10 to 12 years ago. <laughs> we'll and, get there. And, and then they're changing their style. And, we'll get and, there later. <laughs> I want them to make songs from 10 to 12 years ago. <laughs> Man, just anyway. choose your friends over you, baby. I should. Uh, so, speaking of songs from 10 to 14 years ago, <laughs> uh, we got news, actually, that uh, Census Fail singer, one Buddy Nielsen, SJW. SJW. Just J, like level 99 SJW. Right. Wait, I kid. I love that guy. But uh, uh, he's, he, he announced that he's starting a new band with Finch members, hmm. which is an interesting combination and like it. according to a tweet he posted it's gonna sound like 2002 
That's what he said, or is that what? That's what Alternative he's, Press said. Well, that's what he said in his oh. interview with uh, Alternative Press, I think it was. Okay. Uh, but the band is called Speak the Truth, and already I'm like, oh, you know, <laughs> there was a, a side project band that like Tom York did with Flea and some other people, and it was all like political stuff. And I never listened to it because I knew it would just be all kind of political and icky. Mm-hmm. I have a feeling this is going down that route. Well, yeah. Well, Buddy Nielsen's in his personal life, which we've, which we've also discussed when we reviewed, um, pull the thorns from, thorn from your heart. Um, is it, is very much affecting his music and his in his professional life now. So you know, I, I can't imagine this is going to be any different. But you know, he's, you, he's he's a changed man now, and he wants to let people know. And do you know anything about these other Finch members? Well, I just imagine is it's going to be the uh, musicians of Finch. Are they gender fluid as well? They better be. Okay, good. Because, <laughs> you know, That's the Buddy only Nielsen, way to be. he only likes people who are gender fluid. Did you know there's more than two genders, Adam? There's like three or eight or 12, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> there's roughly 17 of them. You just don't know because you're an ignorant bigot. I am. That's why I won't get along in Canada because I'm not open. I need to go to those bike shops. <laughs> you know, if, if, if only you just let go of that fear. Uh, but maybe this means that Buddy Nielsen will be traveling over to Temecula, California. I would hope so. That's only like 10 miles away mm. to visit Finch members. Yes. And, Temecula's and rock finest. out. I know. I, I don't know if that's where the other guys live, but we'll, we'll see what this becomes. Yeah, I mean, I'm still excited for it because, I mean, I, lo- I do like 2002's Finch, <laughs> but, and I also like 2002 and 2003 Census Fail. And I don't like 2002 Census Fail. Right. I like 2004 Census Fail. Yes. Wait, is that when the second album came out? It's still searching. It was 2006. Oh, then I like 2006. When in doubt, 2006, because that was the best year of music ever. <laughs> that's right. That's right. All right, cool. Well, this is going to be a quick story. This is going to be a quick story. And uh, if you have no idea who this band is, it's okay. Most people don't. <laughs> and also, Adam and I have only, probably only talked about this next band like very super briefly. Because uh, we saw them live back on the Rise Records tour. We did. And they blew nobody away. <laughs> who did they open for? Was this they opened for Dance Gavin Dance in December? The Rise Records, yeah, two thousand fourteen. Yes, yes. And then were they like the first band? They were like the second band after Vice. Oh, that's right. That's when we, we met, met our friends. That's when Vise. we met Vice, and that's when we met Aaron. But yeah. the Alive Like Me have announced <laughs> after <laughs> that, one album that they had full intentions to finish their tour. Yes. and go back in the studio and record a new album. But, but I remember Mike thought this was the douchiest looking band. They were. They're kind of the most generic horror band out there, though we with hated delusions we, of grandeur. But we still liked their album a fair amount. It's it's an album in that like state champs kind of way. Yeah, where like you you kick yourself for liking it so much. It's 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 an album where you listen to it. It's like, well, that wasn't bad, but I'm not going to listen to it again. Their drummer was really pretty. Remember how pretty he was? Oh yeah, very. I mean, they're they're very. I mean, the whole band is like a bunch of pretty boys. And the guitar player jumped off his amp and sprained, and sprained his knee. His knee. <laughs> and like, oh, they had, the lead singer had to save his life. I think his name was was Shannon. <laughs> yes. Uh, so they released a whole like press thing or, or a press junket about their about their breaking up and or they're they're not going to be indefinite hiatus. Indefinite hiatus. And so they're suspending fine. their campaign. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're going to be. They're going to. But they're still going to pledge their support for Trump. But the <laughs> <laughs> and or Hillary Clinton. Well, they are from the the OC. Oh so, God, yeah. gotta support Trump out there. Uh, well, yeah. So he's saving America, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> one, 
one, one bigot at a time. Band at a time. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, so I mean, does this does this uh, does this upset you at all, Adam? It doesn't upset me because I have moved on from this band. But I just thought it was funny that they couldn't even get to album number two, mm. and it's really surprising. Plenty of terrible bands make it to at least album number two. I know, and then we judge them accordingly. And did somebody click love on this. <laughs> oh, lots of people did. Oh, good. A lot, a lot of people click sad. Take a break. And a lot of click, people click like. Okay. Yeah. Well, well so it's it, it's whatever. You know, if you're a fan of this band, which I can't imagine if you're listening to the show, you're not. But, uh, you know, go go over to their Facebook page and, you know, wish them farewell. But, uh, yeah, the only reason we listen to, we listen to this band is because they were on that tour. Right. And we, I was surprised by how much I enjoyed that album because I wasn't expecting to. Yeah. And then it was all right. they turned out to be a little douchey. Mm-hmm. And then they disappeared off of our radar until now. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we haven't talked about them it. until... Like, last time we talked about them was when we talked about that show. It's yeah. Funny. Well, they were on Warp Tour last year. Oh, that's true. So we did talk about them a little bit mm-hmm. on there, but we did not see them. So, so long to nobody's favorite band, Alive Like Me. So speaking of a band who is actually not breaking up, we also got a brief little statement from Slaves. Mm-hmm. We talked a few weeks ago about the big shakeup in Slaves when uh, Alex Lehman uh, yes. decided he was going to leave and they had like a falling out with Johnny Craig and Johnny right. Craig released a statement like, oh, well, we're doing a thing. Just stay tuned for an announcement or whatever. Right. And he said later this week and that was like four weeks ago. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, Johnny Craig is the most reliable person in the music scene. Of course right? he is. <laughs> uh, but he released a statement now. No, we didn't break up. Things are a little different. It's just Johnny Craig and Colin Vieira now. Ooh. But we are about to go on tour in Europe and are in the writing process. Expect an interview from us to further clear things up in the near future. Thanks for writing with us through this crazy journey called life. If Johnny needs other musicians, please contact The Skinny with Mike and Adam. Mm. If you would like us to try out Is to Colin Vieira his drummer? Meredith Vieira's son? I have no idea. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just assuming that the drummer probably quit too. Oh, yeah. Because drummers do that. They're, they're flaky. We're flaky. We bang your girlfriends, and then we take <laughs> off. Yeah, so if Johnny Craig needs a drummer, I know a great one. And if you need a singer, you should probably just stick to yourself, because I can't sing as good as Johnny Craig. You could try to play guitar. But then again... Man, that third Slaves album is really experimental. <laughs> I think Johnny was on drugs a lot. <laughs> but remember, that was the thing that I had mentioned. It was fine that he was on drugs. It was just good that we didn't have to go on tour with him. <laughs> so I think, okay, I rescind my offer. Sure. But if you have any other bands that need drummers, I'm, if you I'm need ready to, to go. If you need a, a studio drummer, Adam's the man to, to turn to. If you need a touring drummer, I know a great guy in Canada mm. named Rick Norman Wellbanks. Yes. Wait, Norman Wellbanks. probably Rick won't Wellbanks. put up with Johnny Craig's shit, though. Probably not. Yeah. But he's an expert at touring Canada and to tell you how shitty it is. <laughs> if that's what you need. <laughs> That's what we all need sometimes. <laughs> all right, man. So uh, that, that, that that does it for the uh, news topics for today. So right now we're going to get into an album review of uh, an album that... The most anticipated album of 2015. Yes. <laughs> so I say we just... We, we, we entered this as it's now January 2015. Yeah. Mike is coming off of one of the worst holidays of his life. Yes. I just... Re- my, life, my, my wife... Of uh, almost five years, just recently uh, decided to uh, to to, to well, it's, divorce me. It's still January, so um, you guys are still. Thinking oh yeah, you're gonna make so it I'm work. still trying to make it work. Like you, I, I just got off. We just got back from uh, marriage counseling, also. Right. So and you and I are about to go to the Blackhawks Ducks game. Yeah, I'm really Janu- excited about January thirty first. That's my very first uh, professional sports. Right, and we're, <laughs> we're gonna have a great time. Oh, it's gonna be and fun. The, 
I'm gonna Blackhawks re- are going to win. I'm going to repress all of my feelings. <laughs> and the Blackhawks will go on to win the Stanley Cup, mm. as we all know. Absolutely. And um, other than that, I'm probably... Well, no, my daughter is still sleeping in a crib, so I'm, I'm sleeping through the night just fine at this point. <laughs> it wasn't until one week after her second birthday that all hell broke loose. Oh, God. In May of 2015. We got to go back and warn ourselves. I know. Keep the kid in the crib, even if she's, she is able to climb out of it. Yes. Because really, in reality, all she did was climb into it. She never technically climbed out of it. <laughs> That'd but be disastrous. My wife s- seemed to think that it was time for a toddler bed just because she climbed into it one time. <laughs> one time. So, And I need to go back and kill myself. <laughs> because. Yes. Because. <laughs> Agreed. <laughs> because even though you're going to have a handful of wonderful months coming up. It's not going to get any better, so you should fucking die. But you can relive all of those wonderful months and maybe see it coming and warn yourself, so that and then want to die <laughs> because there were so many, so many um, warnings in those seven months to tell what? you that after the after the end of the year, you mean my future self would warn me, right? Because you would see all the warning signs now mm. to say like, oh, I got to fix that here, you I got to fix that there. Even with the benefit of hindsight, I still don't have any warning signs. Like I said, it fucking blindsided me, and I want to die. But as you live through it one more time, <laughs> you'll pick it up. Yeah, on January 3rd, 2016, Adam. <laughs> okay, let's just go back to January 2015 when this album was released. <laughs> so, Misadventures by Pierce the Veil. Now, we're both odd, we were both oddly anticipating this, even though we're both not fans of Pierce the Veil. Well, Collide with the Sky was a fairly good album. It's okay. Featuring Jason Butler on one track. I forgot about that. Oh my god, that's true. It's a really good song. That's odd. <laughs> I can't remember the name of it off the top of my head. Yeah, it's like either. track seven or something like that. I haven't but heard yeah, that album in a long time. It's a really good song because I had to go back because the more I listened to this album, I was trying to remind myself, why did I somewhat like Pierce the Veil? Mm. Because this was, album was not reminding me of that. Oh, really? Really. Oh, boy. We'll have to talk about that We're very gonna soon. We're going to go into that because, yeah, Mike informed me last week that it's a great album. Mm. Adam was sitting and waiting <laughs> and waiting for the greatness to kick in. Oh, my. But, you know, you're, s- you're spoiling your final <laughs> thoughts. <laughs> well, since you're already talking about it, let's dive in with track one. Straight from San Diego, California. Track one's called Dive In. All, all over California. Vic Fuentes drove mm. as he recorded this album and worked on this album for a year or so. Yes. So, like we mentioned, this album was supposed to come out in uh, January 2015, and it just sort of quietly didn't. Yes. And, uh, you know, we didn't really get any interviews or anything to talking about when it was coming out. So, we just kept waiting and waiting, and then finally, like a few months ago, we got like, hey, guys, my new Pierce Vale album's coming out. And in all their fans, March, like, like May. just came and went through middle school yeah and 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 grew up technically <laughs> i know they're a very mature 13 now but uh i was gonna say that uh even though i'm not a big fan of uh pierce Vale, i never was i i was always intrigued by them because of how popular they are well and they I are always... one of the few few bands of color very true yes they're there's they them are... and let live and that's about it <laughs> yes uh, uh the majority of the band uh in pierce Vale is uh, latino so, uh, no, all of them are. All of them are Latino. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't remember if the drummer was or not. He they looked... all have hair really high. Yes. I think the drummer is like brothers. Isn't that Mike Fuentes? I thought it was the bassist that was... Either way, they're all Mexican. Yeah, there's, there's two of them that are brothers. One of them's a front man. 
Uh, but the but I always heard the potential in, in in this band. Like some of the guitar work is fantastic. I don't know if you can, I don't know if it comes in right here, but like there was some shredding going on really quick right there, right before the right before this little breakdown part. It is pierce the veil. It's pretty pierce the veil. But so luckily they eased us in here with not not too not too jarring, mm-hmm. just to remind us like who this band is and what they were and. It's good up tempo. I mean, the oh. songwriting's pretty solid. I like on this right. song. And the song is long as fuck. It's pretty long. <laughs> yes, it's, it's, it's pushing five in- minutes. It's an interesting choice for an opening track. At yes, four minutes and fifty-two seconds. <laughs> but luckily, you know, it tells us that Pierce the Veil is still who we thought they were. You and, didn't feel and, like there was any uh, progression as, here as they as they matured. You were hoping that maybe their their sound would evolve a little bit. As they all get into their 30s hmm. and move away from high school. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe, maybe But not. luckily this track didn't throw us off and wasn't too jarring at first. But maybe some of the later tracks will. Okay, cool. <laughs> or will they? <laughs> I'm not sure. You're giving me mixed signals, man. <laughs> You're confusing the shit out of me. Uh, <laughs> let's go ahead. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and give this song a pass. Okay. Even though I went back and forth numerous times. I was actually on board from the beginning. I like the song a lot. Okay. Dive okay. In is a good song, a good opening track. I thought the songwriting was pretty uh, on point on this one. Uh, track two is Texas is Forever. Uh, I believe this is a single, is it not? It, I, yeah, it's got to be. Check the Wikipedia page really quick. Yes, it is. It's the second single. All right. Because the Divine Zero was the first single. Yes, that came out all the way back in 2015. Yes. Right when Warp Tour started, yeah. it dropped. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> so, another up-tempo, di- another up-tempo ditty. But we'll get to that song in a minute. I like this song a lot. Hmm. The song works for me. This is a good one. I like this song a lot. What he's writing about, I don't know. Did you did you give any any looks to the lyrics? Well, yeah, Texas is forever. So he's talking about <laughs> like driving through Texas. Driving takes forever. Big Texas is maybe forever. It, it seemed that way. I didn't dive deep in the lyrics for a lot of these songs. But luckily, again, they they're they're reminding us of what they used to sound like. Yeah, easing us into the change that may be coming if you keep on listening to the album. There might be some progression in their sound, maybe a little bit of maturity. I was but luckily ex- on this song, they kept it rooted in 2010 to 2012. I wasn't expecting much progression. I was expecting more refinement. And I think I'm getting that here. They refined their sound a little bit, and uh, which is what I always wanted from them. Because like I said, they have that. Po- they've, I always felt they've had that potential to write really great songs, especially with how great the guitar work is. And, um, and, I, and I challenge you to go back to Collide with the Sky. Where the refinement was pretty recognizable. It was pretty refined. It was refined as far as they could go at that time. Mm. So with four years to write an album, perhaps they would push their envelope even a little bit further than that. Mm. Take some chances, maybe. I didn't feel like Collide of the Sky had a lot of catchiness factor, though. I felt it did. Yeah? There were some chances taken. There was some... Some Spanish guitar in Yeah, I mean, they're, they're, because, like of the Latin, yeah, because of the Latin descent, uh, the Latino descent from this band, they also incorporate some, uh, in some past three albums too, they've incorporated like mariachi sounds into it here and there. And it really comes to in the guitar work. It's really interesting. But I like it's the like song. It's like Carlos Santana wrote a screamo song. <laughs> I'll go with that. <laughs> uh, but I like the song a lot. The chorus is great. I like the chorus. Uh, so two songs we well one and a half songs we agree on 
No, I'm all for dive in. Okay. They finally gave me, I gave it a pass. You dived in? It took a lot of time. Okay. But I, I gave it a pass. <laughs> so uh, the very first single uh, is track three, The Divine Zero. Which dropped on what, June 19th last year? The day that we went to Warp Tour. Yeah. The day that we saw Vic Fuentes walking and a sea of 14 year old girls were chasing him. But he was in the, you know, band members only section. Yes. But you could see over the bushes oh, into that. That's right, yeah. And they were running saying, Dad, I mean, Vic Fuentes, <laughs> I love you so much. It's Uncle, funny because I mean, like, Vic Fuentes. Because we were in line to go see the Amity Affliction when that That's happened. Right. And yes. like a quarter of that line disbanded <laughs> to go chase after him. Which was great because it pushed us up I a know, because we got to go up in line a little bit more. But during that time, Mike was having an unpleasant phone call. I had an unpleasant phone call, but then I got to see a funny thing where a bunch of <laughs> girls, a bunch of underage girls chased after... With, with, with their pants pulled up as high as they could possibly reach. Yeah. I've, I don't know what's up with the mom jeans thing. <laughs> uh, but anyway, The Divine Zero, another good song, I think. <laughs> it's been that way since 2013. I, I don't hate know it. what's going on. I fucking hate it. Because, you know, a girl's midriff should not be, sh- mm. should not be seen. Cover that shit up. But with a lot of coaxing... This song finally, I gave it a pass. Okay, <laughs> so is, it's is, good. It's is good. It, is that is that is that going to be a, a, a common theme for you? That it took a lot for you to took a lot. Mm. Settle in. I, that, that's funny because like I've been. Have you been digging the Divine Zero been, since June of 2015? No, but okay. I dug it a lot when I heard this album in full since this past week. Okay. Catchy little chorus. Love that tempo change right there. It's really great. It is a tempo change. <laughs> We're not going to agree a lot at all. This, this We're going to be on the wrong page here. But it's a good song. Okay. But again, not a great it's, song. It's a Pierce the Veil song. Okay. Right? Okay. It's th- I guess this would be a good introduction to the album. This would have been a good intro track, yeah. Especially when you knew you were going to have to wait 11 more months yeah, <laughs> to exactly. hear anything more. Well, I guess Texas is Forever came out last month or so. Yeah. it's. A, it, I even like this, this bridge part's good, too, here. Boom. I love that. Added some much-needed aggression to the scene of 2012. Mm. But can you, man, that, that's so original, adding, like, hardcore to pop elements. No <laughs> other band has ever done that. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, no. I kid. Uh, track four is Floral and Fading. So now we're getting and to the, the pop ditties. I'm going to have to already say no to this song. <laughs> I'm not the biggest fan of this song, but it's not a terrible song. Because they've released quite a few terrible songs in their life. I in, in was their... saving oh, myself for you. Did this song seem like it could fit on, like, Flair for the Dramatic? Yes. Or whatever the name of their first album was. Yeah, it was Flair for Dramatic. This oh, sounded like it could have been like the album? best song off of that album. What was their second album the second called? one was... Crap. I can see the album art in my head, but I don't remember the name. I'd have to scroll down here. Tell me when I'm getting to the P's. It's all a blur. Do you need glasses? You're in the P's now. And when I'm not looking at it straight on, that's the hard part. Selfish Machines is uh, album two. That was a pretty bad album, too. That album... Oh, track one was really good. Besitos. Oh, yeah. That was a really good song, though. And that's what we were kind of hoping, that this band would keep on maybe making good stuff. Yes. But... But we're having... I guess, depending on who you ask, it's... (laughs) And this is a 
weak transition. Again, it's almost like we don't want to alienate our fans, even though we know they've gone from middle school into high school. Mm. They've they've progressed as people. Well, you know. Or they've gone from high school into adulthood. Motherfucker. He says that a lot in every album. He always does that weird motherfucker. That's another thing about Vic Fuentes' voice. His voice is have gotten a hard time. better on this I album. A, I have a hard time with his voice. Yeah. It's just I've, my I've own. I've always had a hard time with his voice, but it, it's gotten much better. And when, when this band first uh, came out, the combination of his high-pitched voice and the over-engineering on the studio album was really hard to listen to. Very, very Skylar Drive at yeah, times. Yeah, but like, but like um, borderline grating. Like nails on a chalkboard kind of yeah. sound. Ugh. But it's so gotten much this, better. It's a lot more You feel more this natural. is more refined? Yeah. No, not this song, but like his... <laughs> <laughs> not this song, uh, but I, his voice in general has gotten a lot more fine and sounds a lot more natural. Sounds like a 33-year-old man? Sounds like a 33-year-old <laughs> effeminate man. <laughs> Track five is Phantom Power and Ludicrous Speed. So stupidest name for a song, but I still like the song a lot. This is a good song. This is a good song. We're not we're not at my favorite song yet. Okay, but this is still my it's still a good one. But I still feel like okay, I've heard it. Mm. There's nothing new about this, right? Okay. It's just like okay, we know how to write hooky hooky look that hooky stuff, hooky melodies. Okay, we can throw in some breakdowns. It's just it's it's bordering that generic core line. It, 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 like I said, I wasn't expecting a huge progression, but I was expecting refinement. I think, I think, I think this is their most refined album, as far as their sound goes. If they want to progress, I think that, I think they're probably going to save that for album five, you know, four years from now. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the thing. I, I think I'm, I'm not willing to wait around for this band to change yeah. into something good. Yeah, this band, or, you know, something. I don't know. I don't know what I'm, what I'm trying to get to. Yeah. Because Collide with the Sky was definitely a step up. Yeah, I agree but with that. But it was four years ago. It was their best album, even though I would give it like a C plus of my old rating scale. Yeah. And I think for me it was like, you know, I think it was like an 8 out of 12. Okay. Probably. Maybe a 9. It was kind of pushing that. Yeah. It's not bad. Okay. <clears throat> but still. So this is a good song, but uh, it's not the strongest so far. I mean, it's still pretty serviceable. And as I'm listening to this, I'm trying to remember what I liked about this song. <laughs> Is the overall energy? Maybe there's a change coming up? Maybe you're thinking kind of... It keeps going? Is it this part? A little breakdown? Another breakdown. Again, adding hardcore elements to <laughs> pop songs. <laughs> and it's almost like the... There's that guitar work again. I love that guitar work. That is pretty good. good. I don't think they did do that enough. I know. I mean, he should really stretch his metal, uh, his metal sensibilities a lot more. I don't know if it's Vic on doing some of those lead parts or if it's the other guitar player. I'm pretty sure it's Vic. Okay. I've seen. I've seen when we were at Warp Tour, he was like off to the side doing some shredding during like bridge parts. Mm. But that was four years ago. That was. Sometimes people change. Such a mature thirty-three-year-old man now. 
Sometimes people change in four years, but it's okay if, if he didn't. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's go to track six, Circles. Well, for some reason, I like that song, but can't I remember, remember why, why off the top of my head right now. <laughs> okay, so um, this song, Circles, was also written by the Foo Fighters. <laughs> Did this remind you of Foo Fighters at all? I was, I was going to go with, with a Skylet Drives running in circles. <laughs> I felt it sounded more like... This, but it, it does have a little bit of that Everlong feel yeah, this to is, it, doesn't it? this is it? total Everlong, dude. Mm, yeah. I thought that's what it was. I thought they, I thought they covered Everlong for a minute. I was like, wait, these, these aren't the words to Everlong? This is a good... I like this song a lot, dude. Well, I'm proud for you on this. <laughs> You're not feeling it? I'm not feeling this okay. song at all. <laughs> Do you like it because it sounds like Foo Fighters? Or... I'm not a fan of Foo Fighters. That's the thing. I, I just like this song. I think it's. A- I knew you weren't a fan of Foo Fighters. I was thinking, like, did you just change your mind on that now? Both started running. Both started running. Got a place to go. It doesn't make any sense. You just keep running, man. Running in circles because there's nowhere to go. Don't that you get it? Skyler it's Drive. eternal. Texas is forever, oh. Adam. <laughs> Coming out oh. and we both started running circles. I like that chorus. That's a good chorus, man. I gave it a lot of listens. Still not feeling it, huh? I hate the chorus. Okay. You hate the chorus. I, okay, I won't say I hate it, but I will say I... Weak chorus. I, I, I don't like it a lot. Okay. <laughs> I, I thought this was a, I thought this was a good song. How can we be at such opposite ends? I know, this is odd. This is very strange. This is I'm the scared. Issues of 2016. It even is. though Issues is coming out this past weekend. <laughs> It's about running away with the one you love, Adam. Even though you have nowhere to go, but you're happy. You're happy because you're with them. And Texas is forever. And you're 33 years old. And, and you're 33 still years old. Haven't settled down with that with that 18 year old. That you're dating. hot 15 year old <laughs> dropped out of high school for you, Vic. I I don't know if maybe that's what it is. Is that I expect more from, from like grown men at this point? <laughs> <sighs> Man. Um, Bo Boken from Bless the Fall is the same age. Roughly. No, he's he's a year older than me. Oh, he's a year older than you. Mm-hmm. Okay, That's he's a lot older. I'm never, I'm but never he writes the, songs just like this. I'm never the oldest person at a Bless the Fall show. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, what do you call it? But you Bless know, the I Fall had, writes songs just like this, dude. I had some pretty harsh criticisms of the last Bless the Fall album. As did I. But my criticism was that it sounded way too similar to last Hollow Bodies. They sounded like B-sides well, yeah, of Hollow Bodies. That's true. Yeah. And that was when Bo was only, you know... 31. A mature 31. Yes. Yeah. Wait. 34? Oh, God. <laughs> 2013. Yeah, so he's a year older yeah. than me, so he was 34. Yeah. He was older than Vic Fuentes when he wrote Hollow Bodies. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Uh, so, track anyway. seven. Today I Saw the Whole World. By far my favorite track on this the album. This is a good song. There's this that was guitar the one, again. This was the one that stood out to me when I first heard it. Yeah? And then I went back on it, and I said, these lyrics are shitty. The and li- then... Through the course of the week, it grew back on me. The lyrics are not this album's strong point. Like you said, it does sound a little pandering to its Pierce the Veil fan crowd, and they know who their crowd is. And I feel like there's at least four or five tracks on Collide with the Sky that have this this good rhythmic kind of pop sensibility. Yeah. Oh, it's this a good chorus. Oh, so good. I love that juxtaposition between the the vocals and the guitar work. Oh, it's so good. This is such a good song. There's 
Yeah. When I went back and listened to Collide with the Sky, there were a lot of tracks that reminded me of this one. Yeah. But in a good way, not in any, like, we stole our own idea yeah. kind of thing. Both started running and both started running from a place to go. Yeah, this is definitely, like, I don't know if this is my favorite song off of this album, but this is up there. This is the highlight of it, for sure. Every time I heard it, especially towards the end of the week, it just I was like, the song is definitely good. Yeah, it, it, it's, a, it's, it's, it's a definite head bobber. Now, I do want to throw out at this point I'm still 5 out of 7 Yes For my for my ratings Is that going to change we'll going see. forward? We'll see Well let's get there then <laughs> Track 8 Gold Metal Ribbon Oh Girl <laughs> You know what kill is all about That pussy right? <laughs> Wait, I don't know where that came from <laughs> 1989 mm. Guns N' Roses is on top of the chart mm. with November Rain well you know Guns N' Roses bunch of Mexicans from San Diego and the Indiana. most Mexican of Mexicans <laughs> hey Slash is half black <laughs> oh that's true he is <laughs> and half Jewish your wife is sending me picture pictures uh, pizza pictures of herself naked of naked covered in pizza alright <laughs> it's a dog yeah I'm into fitness Fitting this whole pizza in my mouth. Fifty <laughs> percent of marriages end in divorce. One hundred percent of pizza deliveries end in happiness. Pizza one, love zero. I like it. Oh, I know all about fifty percent of divorces, Adam. Don. <laughs> I wouldn't say a hundred percent of pizza ends in happiness. Yeah, there's, there's some bad pizza out there. Well, even just so, like, how long was that until the lyrics came in? <laughs> a minute four. Oh my god. Um, what's this name of the song? Gold medal ribbon. Not the best song. Poor song. Kind of a filler track. Patty Walters is a chode. <laughs> I'm going to go out on a limb here and say the worst filler songs on this album are much better than some of the Pierce the Veil, best Pierce the Veil songs on some of the previous albums. That is quite the limb you are out on. I am on a limb. <laughs> the limb is cracking and it's about to break. I'm, but I made that limb. I don't know if we were to count up the number of songs of this band that we actually like. Oh, before this album? I'd probably count like five, maybe, dude. I think my list would inch towards ten. Yeah. I mean, that's out of like, what, 36 songs? Something like that. And most of them were on Collide with the Sky? Yeah. I mean, I I like Besitos for sure off the second album. I think there's another song off the second album I like. There's nothing off the first album that I enjoy. I think maybe like chemical something, whatever that. <laughs> There's a song with like My the word chemical, chemical in it. Yeah. Another criticism. He tries to f- go back to some My Chemical Romance, 2006 stuff. Like Black Parade shit. Some Black Parade stuff at the, towards the beginning of the album. In what way? There's a little bit of Black Parade influence at the beginning of this album. That's all I'm saying. Okay. That's not necessarily a bad thing. I mean. But not in a good way. Okay. Well, Black, way Black like, Parade was oh, a good. really influential album to it a was. lot of current bands. And then t- 10 years went by, and we we're could still, probably we're move still on from that. that. <laughs> we're still picking from that well. Um, <laughs> I'm going to skip this song. This song's song kind of boring. It doesn't do anything at all yeah, for me at all. It's a really long intro. It's kind of a filler. It's, it's whatever. Number nine, Bedless. Bedless. Ooh, smooth jams. 
Welcome to your hair salon, circa 1985. <laughs> this, this sounds like runway music. <laughs> I like this song, Adam. The chorus is a good chorus. I like the chorus. I'll take it. I'll, I'll, I'll go with, with, we'll go none, with, no. with, with none of that. Okay. <laughs> I tried so, so you, hard to enjoy so anything this, about the last quarter of this album. So at this point, you're done now. I'm done. Okay. Let, let me, let's see how Bedless breaks here. This sounds like 2004 emo music, man. Loving it. And as a recovering emo kid, <laughs> bringing me back in, dude. A little, little pre-course. He's in love, man. <laughs> you don't understand, Adam. He's in love. I don't understand kids your your age in 2004, That's whatever you true. said. Well, I like the song. I, I think the chorus does a fine job, and I think it's man. a nice. Uh, I, I think it's a nice change of pace, tempo-wise, uh, and, and overall, the overall feel of the song is a good change of pace from all the aggression and the up-tempo stuff preceding it. Uh, let's go to track ten, Sambuca. This is and the this, shortest song on the album. And this is not a song, I've decided. How, why is that? It's like 15 parts just stacked on top of each other mm. for two and a half minutes. It is pretty eclectic. Now, is that how they were trying to go into a new direction? Quote? This was their compilation song. <laughs> they, jammed for a, they, they jammed for two and a half minutes. Guys, I got 17 riffs. What are we going to do with them? Mash them all together All right, lyrics We got it, man The kids will love it <laughs> That guy Adam from the skinny Not so much <laughs> okay, New song Riff, riff number two <laughs> that's, that's not only just a new riff That's a new guitar pedal That he just turned on <laughs> There it is It's not a chorus No, it's not a chorus <laughs> There's no Did you feel like structure. a chorus Was going to start there? I know It just builds up to nothing so there's no song structure, or per we're just se. back to the verse here, and they psyched us out. There's like seven verses in this song, Adam. <laughs> yeah, this song is 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 just a mishmash of different ideas. I feel like I'm confused. <laughs> is this the chorus? No, there's no chorus. It's, it just keeps going, dude. I could definitely feel this as a chorus. Sure, there's. Not a good seven one. choruses and seven dun, verses. Because <laughs> that's what the kids like staccato chorus. Yeah. Followed by a build up to a new riff. Breakdown. And I just remember like screaming out two days ago, this isn't a song. <laughs> I don't know why it made me so angry. Are you screaming that as, on your walk with the dogs and as, as scaring driving, your neighbors? I was driving to work. <laughs> I'm like, what the hell is going on here at this point? Like, I'm still waiting. I feel like this would have served the album much better. This, this sounds familiar. This is the chorus, I guess. Chorus with a different riff. This would have let's served let the it album. Ring out. Let's let it ring out because we don't want to play anything. That's true. Oh, the echo. And then let's have the outro. Let's have another Foo Fighters outro. <laughs> uh, <laughs> this song would have served the album much better if it was the intro track. Foo the Veil. <laughs> <laughs> Pierce the fighters, and then it's over. What the fuck? Yeah. Do you and feel like that would have been a good intro, though? Maybe. Uh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, it, it's weird as track ten. Jump from that into the five minute 
Song Diamond. for Isabel is this track 11. Shit, I love this song, Adam. Oh my god, I really don't like this song <laughs> oh, really? so much. <laughs> it's such a, again, a, it feels like just parts of, of a relationship discussion. Yeah. And like, and she's sad. Yeah. Just I want to like, go back to when we were young and we were kids again. Yeah, that, that, that was another song. Yes. From a rapper in the early 90s. Yeah. And then every time you said, back in the day, somebody's going to sing that line. Yeah. Back in the day when we were young and not a kid anymore. How's the, that how's was it? it. That was it, Mike. And then it just repeated itself for three minutes. No, but then there's something else to it at the end. But well, it doesn't matter. I like the song a lot. He's in love. <laughs> He's in love with the depressed as hell chick who's in to kill herself. Yeah. Yay. Sounds like a great relationship. It sounds like every relationship. Sorry, I'm sorry. I'm not there with Isabel you hurts, so I can't I find my way. I, I don't know if there's just something about my my wiring. Your empathy is gone. <laughs> you have no empathy left. No, but no it's fine. I can I totally understand why you don't like some of these songs, man. But uh, so Oof. while we let the song for Isabel play out, what did you feel? How did, what did you think of Misadventures by by Verb the Noun? I wanted more. You wanted I expected more? something a little bit more okay. than everything I was expecting from Pierce the Veil. So you just feel like you got more Pierce the Veil? Yeah. Okay. I, I don't know what to expect, especially after knowing that they took their time Yes. and worked on the songs a lot. But but I so, hear that... So did St. Anger. <laughs> that took a long time and they worked on those songs a lot. How come their snare isn't a bucket? <laughs> no, folding chair. Folding chair. <laughs> <laughs> I... I that's so strange that I have like the exact opposite uh, uh, opinion of you. I, I hear the refinement. Yeah, they didn't stray away from their formula, but these songs do sound refined and they do sound like they have been worked on. The other Pierce of Ale songs, especially you know for the last for the first two albums, they those sound unfinished. They sound like those are first draft songs, and they just went yeah. to the studio and just like farted them out. They they weren't really a you know big time band when they did those. Which albums. is interesting because yeah. they. Got, I mean, they were super popular by their second album. By their second album? Yeah. Wow. Okay. Selfish Machines was their breakout album. Okay. Yeah. I thought Collide with the Sky was more of their breakout. Was their superstar album, really. Okay. So That's this one, I don't know. I'm just, I'm, I was just expecting more from a band that I don't really, you know, I don't like this band that much. Yeah. But Me neither, but I actually man. really liked this album, and I was really, I was pleasantly surprised. I know, I don't know if I was expecting more progression. I I, 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 maybe my own Cause a, diminished a type. A, a depressed love song needs needs a, a breakdown in it. Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> Followed Go by ahead. a really sappy outro. Ugh, man, and I feel bad because I know there's probably been songs like these mm-hmm. that I've liked from yeah. other bands. So I'm just like, am I being racist? Or <laughs> being racist? Am I being ageist? Or is it? Is it the picture of the fourteen-year-old girls chasing Vic on the other side of a fence? I didn't have any of that. Like when I was listening nuts? to this album, I tried to put that weird image of this band to the side. I, to be fair, I do that for every band. Like even as hard as it was, even for Falling in Reverse. You know, whenever I review that band, like I try to put the image uh, of and the I, band see, to the side. And I didn't do that at all. I literally went into Falling in Reverse's new album expecting to hate it yes expecting everything bad about it but I guess that's the problem I was, I was expecting the life list yes 
Maybe that so is the only thing. You just, just just didn't live up to your expectations, huh? Nope. Okay. Well, that's fair. That's 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 fair, man. And so. also the fact that this band is so popular, I expect them to make good albums. Yes. But I, apparently that won't happen. <laughs> Ever. Anymore. They did one. Collided with the sky. Was that it? That was so it. So five out of 11 for yep. you? Is that what it is? Not even... Didn't even that's break gonna half. That's going to be at, at the bottom end of my honorable mentions. Didn't break half. Back in the day when we were young, I'm not a kid anymore. Fuck that line. Some days I Fuck that line. It's over 25 years old. Back in the days when I was young, I'm not a kid anymore. But some days I think I'm around and I was a kid again. Do you know? Bing. Every time you say the line, you know, back in the days, there used to be blah, blah, blah that happens. Whoever's around you is going to break into that song. That's happened to me for the last 25 by years. By Pierce the Veil. Yes, not, I know. <laughs> not by Pierce the Veil until now. So thanks, Vic, for bringing that back. Okay, so unsurprisingly, I'm giving this the best album ever. Uh, I, was I, I, I value you on that. I'm glad that it speaks to your loins. Yeah. Well, I am a 14-year-old girl. At heart. Yeah, at heart. <laughs> and physically. <laughs> which is why nobody on OkCupid messages me back. It's so stupid that you're not getting any hits. I don't get it. I, I think it's again, like I'm not being. I, I really feel like I'm not being creepy, and I feel like my profile is fine. I really feel like it's it's because I'm a single father. That can't be why. That has to be why. All of those people are single fathers. <laughs> All everybody on OK Cupid so is I a single be, father. Yeah, in your age range, uh, there's nobody who's 30 who doesn't have a kid yet. I guess to be fair, I haven't. You know, I should I should change my viewings to like I want to see what all the guys' profiles look like. Oh, I should do that. There you go. And I want to see what my competition's like. Probably, right. probably a bunch of du- douche bros with vape. With their, their their profile picture is them vaping. Them vaping. Yes. Yeah. Anyway, I need to vape. That's what. There are so many single fathers out there. It doesn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. But maybe those aren't the ones going on dating websites because they're jumping around from girl to girl. Yeah. So you need to have confidence. Starting franchises. Mm. Mm. Yes. <laughs> but anyway, anyway, misadventures. So it gets a, gets, a, gets a less than half from you. Five out of 11. And it gets the best album ever from me. I, I, was, I was really excited about how much I really enjoyed this album. Well, I hope that you spend the rest of the year listening to it. I probably will, Adam. And Thank you for the suggestion. <laughs> we'll probably talk about this again coming November. Coming December. December. Yes. Yeah. But which day is yet to be determined. Mm, I can probably guess. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. All right, man. So uh, I hope you guys enjoyed uh, that review. If you have if you guys have heard Misadventures by Pierce the Veil, please let us know what you guys thought about it. And let us know if it was your favorite Pierce the Veil album or if the if your favorite Pierce the Veil album has been from years past. Or if like your favorite Adam. one is yet to come. Mm. I'm gonna go I'm gonna go on that route. Four years from now. <laughs> with their super progressive uh, sepaternal part when two. Entering their forties. <laughs> I know. This adventures too. Yeah, I'm, like I said, I was I was pleasantly surprised and I'm and I'm glad that this band finally got me on team Pierce the Vale for P, the noun. P to the V. P to V. All right, so uh, tune in uh in a couple days from now and we're gonna be reviewing for you guys another highly anticipated album and uh i'm kind of scared about what your opinion of this next album is going to be we're going to be reviewing seosin's along the shadow so tune in and say that when there's a bad album that you're listening to sometimes it's other albums jump out oh or oh don't they don't they (laughs) you've been sending me mixed messages all day man (laughs) so stay subscribed to us uh and please subscribe to us on itunes and uh uh, the the next episode should come out on this coming wednesday but for now 
Uh, how about we jump into the end of the episode and uh, really quick, and we'll and we'll and we'll sound off and really quick and probably maybe. <laughs> Yeah, tell us about Uncharted Four, Mike. Since you finished it up, oh, you read that? Oh, yeah. So I, I finished it up. Me and two other people. Good, apparently. <laughs> uh, good, good, good video good, game. Good video game. <laughs> I, I, I pretty much sang that game's praises last week on my sound off. So I've, I've never seen you talk about the end of a video game on Facebook before. So this one obviously must have. Should I spoil the shit out of it? Well, yeah. Okay. The following is a spoiler for Uncharted 4. Okay. A Thief's End. We'll be done in a couple minutes. We'll this is what hunger minutes. in America looks like. <laughs> we'll be done in a few minutes. So, All right. oh, there's so much to talk about because i got to talk about the past three oh, games. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so, in the end, full spoilers... Nathan Drake and his brother Sam, who we thought died 15 years prior, finally find the lost treasure of Sir Henry Avery, who was a notorious, who was a notorious pirate during the Spanish Inquisition. Oh my God. And uh, so they finally find his long-lost ship, which he had, um, what do you call it, which he had like hidden away on an island off the coast of Panama or whatever, and we spent the entire game finding it and, 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 and what do you call it? Dodging this shady rich dude to like find who hired a PMC and the leader of the PMCs is hot black chick, and uh, nice. Anyway, so so the end of the game, like Nate's like, you know what? Fuck this. I I don't even want the treasure anymore. I just want to save my brother who's been involved in like some shady shit to try to get to, to this point. So the ship goes down in a after a sword fight. <laughs> after a sword fight? Yes. After. A, <laughs> bear with me. You, it, it, it makes sense in the te- in the context of the game, so right. I'm sure it does. <laughs> yeah. So after a sword fight, and then and then the villain of the game he he dies, and then and then you save your brother, and you, and the sword and the, the ship goes up, and all the treasure gets sunk down to the bottom of the sea, which is fine. Nate doesn't give a shit about it anymore. He's, he's right. wanted, he just wanted to get his brother out. Right. And so we so we sail off. His wife's there, and like his wife and his best buddy Sully, which is like his mentor, and like and, and blah blah blah. So we we sail away in his little in in his little ocean boat I mean what is it called what, no, no, no. What, what are those called those those planes that those plane boats I don't know biplanes I don't know I'm gonna call them biplanes but I'm not, the, I'm not a seaman nor an aviator <laughs> by any means so they get back to the states where they live and I don't know if you know from la- remember from last week but this, this this is gonna be important to the story later but <laughs> But Nate, oh, this is going great. <laughs> okay, never mind. Never mind. Forget it. <laughs> the ending is great, and if you and if you like the ending, then you should, or if you like the Uncharted games, you definitely play Uncharted Four. <laughs> Just know that the treasure goes down <laughs> to the bottom of the ocean at some point. <laughs> so all the work of the entire game was for naught because it went down to the no. Bottom there, of the ocean. There, there's a definite uh, there's there's a definite and there's a definite ending, and the ending makes perfect sense. If you've played all four of the games and if you've oh, seen the story, so don't lead- spoil that. Well, I, I was going to, but like I, okay. I, I was going to be explaining way too much, and we don't we only have a few more minutes left. <laughs> but uh, yeah, go play Uncharted Four at Thieves' End. That's a it's good shit. I'm on my way. Yes. So <laughs> we don't need to talk about every time I die because that band sucks. This is X-Lives. that was X Lives. Yeah. Yes. So that was album six, and they haven't changed anything about their sound. You got one more to go, and that album is pretty terrible as well. But Moving on to Newfound Glory. Wait, you thought you, you're saying that the new one is already terrible? I've listened to it three times, and do I need to even listen to it even, either, even further? Okay. 
Probably not. So I have just like with Misadventures by Pierce the Veil, when Mike thought, what was the name of the album? The, the, the newest one? Parts Unknown. Parts, when, part, when Mike said Parts Unknown was okay, Adam said it was not okay. I'll keep listening to it to feel if don't, there's any okay. Don't. It's don't. only like 31 minutes long, so okay. it's pretty short. That's true. <clears throat> but luckily, Newfound Glory was also short this week. Mm. Mark Hoppus's produced album of theirs from 2009? Yes. Coming Home. No, no you did it last week. Sorry. What um, Nothing. No, not that one. Um, not without a fight. Ah, <laughs> when they got signed to Epitaph and said, "Man, they're back w- home." Wasn't, wasn't it great that we made those two great albums and we changed <laughs> our sound? Well, let's change our sound again, but let's go backwards because that's let's, a good let's, idea. Let's do pop punk songs. Now from that we're on two thousand and four, so at least they didn't take it seriously and had a good time, not trying too hard <laughs> to make epic songs okay. like they did. Um, but not without a fight was a Fine. Exactly the same as their self-titled album. Mm. So those of you who liked that album probably will like this mm. one quite a bit. Recycle that riff <laughs> over and over again. Exactly. <laughs> there was, I pretty much gave it the same score. Ooh. A 7 out of 12. There were definitely some good songs. Mm-hmm. I'll give them that much. Not pushing much envelopes. Mm. But, um, you know. It's, it's called a throwback, Adam. Something back. <laughs> <laughs> but there was a, not your love for newfound glory apparently. A, a few songs that were pretty good okay so i gave it a soft seven mm. a, a a hard four hard four soft seven okay yeah that's something you're just like oh i guess i like this one enough so i'll give it a pass so the next one is um radio surgery that's the one or yeah. this one they're like you know what's great songs from bands that that were popular before we were, so let's go back in time <laughs> and make, make some albums that sound or make make some songs that sound like some of the bands that we liked when we mm. were coming up, because it's 2011 and everybody's not wanting us to change. No, change is bad. So you know the, those Green Day riffs need to just be switched oh. around a little bit, and we'll we'll make that work. But. Mm. So that's radio surgery so, for next week. So I think it's probably safe to say that your love affair with uh, uh, Newfound Glory has, uh, has has jumped the shark. Like I said, let's stick with ten to twelve years ago, Newfound Glory. Okay. And um, maybe maybe radio surgery will grow on me in an well, awesome pop punk kind of way. That's a shame because I was kind of I was kind of expecting you to like enjoy the the bit of a throwback. You know, we got the the mature major label right. stuff. for me it's throwing back to three weeks prior yeah so <laughs> way back when adam <laughs> right. you were so young back but then there's still some good songs on there i cannot deny that yeah. tangled up was a really good song okay on that album and i think the first couple of tracks were pretty good and i can never remember the names of okay them, but cool so you you need to review that on the episode oh no, no you got to do that next week so uh so yeah like i said uh earlier go tune into uh this channel uh, stay subscribed to us on iTunes, and you'll get a review co- this coming Wednesday for "Along the Shadow" by Seosin, the long-awaited. We've been talking about that uh, yeah. album for seven two, years. Two years, seven years. <laughs> we've been talking about this album. Anthony Green started jamming with this band in May, April of 2014. That's right, yeah, because it was right when I started listening to Amity Affliction before mm. we went to that show. Yeah. So maybe it was more March of 2014. That's awesome. Yeah, so long-awaited album. So tune into what. Tune in uh, in a couple days and see what we thought of that album. For my co-host Adam, I am your co-host Mike. See you Monday morning if not getting some. I think I'm done with OKCupid. Back to the reality of 
talking to people in real life. Back to not talking to anyone ever. We're back to not talking.